Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrestling for the Faith. Wait a minute. Yes, this is Chad, a.k.a. Gunner. Just wanted to do the introduction this week and say hello. I've had a chance the past month and a half to really just uh, devote and dedicate some time to the Lord, to dedicate some time to um, try and get through this trial and this season I'm in. But I wanted to let everybody know that I will be back soon. And Casey uh, has agreed, and, and I'm thankful for my brother. I'm thankful for his family, for Jonna, Dinna, Brandon. They've picked up the slack since I've been gone. But, man, I'm excited to get back on Wrestling for the Faith. It is a ministry that we love dearly. And ever since the Remnant Youth Retreat in August, I've been in a battle. But God is good, and I'm looking forward to being back on, my friends. So I hope everyone is well. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, and I'll see you soon. God bless. Thank you for the prayers. God is good. What do we do? As Paul says, finish the race strong. See you soon. This is Wrestling for the Faith. Wrestling for the Faith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrestling for the Faith. I'm Casey. Now I'm the coach. And it was good to hear from our brother Chad. Good to hear that things are going well and he is going to be back very soon. Uh, we can't wait for that. The Wrestling for the Faith family. Um, that's, that's what we've become. You know, we've evolved. <clears throat> the, this podcast over the, uh, I guess, nearly two years, uh, that that we've been going it, it's evolved from different things and you know it's always been about Jesus and it, it's in, it's evolved and now we're like a we're we're a wrestling for the faith family or we're 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 the kingdom family right and you know that's uh that's something that was really on our hearts um you know several months ago and we we had started doing uh, what we were calling kingdom family gatherings. Speaking of which, uh, let's go ahead and, and address it. Uh, we uh, have stepped away from Christian outreach in Cleveland, Tennessee. Uh, the Lord has given us a new direction. Um, we will be uh, doing some more kingdom family gatherings very soon. We've got some things uh, in the works, and we're looking forward to what the Lord is going to continue to do. Uh, we've got several youth who you and Dena are going to continue to minister to and pour into. And and uh, we're just looking forward to, you know, what the Lord has in store. Uh, yes, I just want to say that I really appreciated the time at Christian Outreach. I appreciate the opportunity that God provided. Uh, I love each and every one of them. Uh, just it was just time to move on to something else because we we are to obey the spirit. So if he leads us somewhere else, that's who we follow. Yeah, and you know that's one thing. A lot of people uh, have taken you know uh, pastoral roles or church leadership, and and they've they've made it like oh this is a career thing, right? And you know. Once you're called by God, you're called by God. You know, you're called to to do yes. what he's called you to do, when and where he tells you to do it. Uh, but, you know, 
it don't necessarily mean that you're always going to be in the same place with the same people constantly forever. You know, some people make, you know, they they go to pastor a church and they, they say, hey, I'm, I'm going to make a career out of this and, and pastor here for 50 years and then retire and live the good life and whatever. I, I don't understand how you can be a preacher of the gospel and retire. But, <laughs> yeah. but either way, you know, I mean, it's not just... Uh, it's not just about a job, and it's not about a career. It, it's a calling from God, and we've talked about it many, many times about how, uh, you know, it's just uh, there's so many out there who they go to Bible college or you know uh, seminary, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go be a pastor. I'm gonna go be a church leader, uh, and you know that maybe they've got good intentions, uh, but they were never truly called by God. And that's where I, I believe the church has been hurt uh, so much because they've got people who have a great intellectual knowledge of the Scripture. They went to school and learned a lot of good stuff, and we're not discouraging that. Right. Uh, but they were never truly called. Uh, they were never truly a God-called leader. And... So that affects people. And when, when you've got people who are pouring great intellectual ideas about the Scriptures into others, uh, that can be a help. But if the Spirit is not in it, if the Spirit is not moving through it, if it's not Holy Spirit-led, it's dead. Right. And, and that's what we see in a, a lot of churches and a lot of, a lot of people, sadly, uh, these days, but uh, back to what we were saying before we jump into whatever the Lord has for us today, uh, we wanted everybody to know uh, that you can join or follow the Kingdom Family Gathering uh, Facebook group uh, to keep up with us and whatever uh, we're going to be doing here in the future. Like uh, like we said, we've got. A couple of things coming up that we've already that we've already got set in stone, and uh, you know we're just praying, seeking the Lord, and and getting the direction from Him. Funny thing is, a lot of times, well, most of the time, I, I'm going to go ahead and say 99.9 percent .9 of the time, yeah, uh, when you are God called and you are led by the Holy Spirit, um, you're not going to know the whole picture. You're not going to see the whole direction. Uh, you know, a lot of times the stepping out in faith is what gets the wheels turning. And the Lord reveals things to you as you continue to walk in the direction that he's laying out for you. You know, I mean, I've, I've always used Abraham as, as one of my primary examples. You know, God spoke to him and said, Abraham, leave your home country and go to a country which I'll show you. Yeah. He didn't tell him where he's going. He just said, hey, get up and go. That's right. <laughs> So, uh, so as we continue to follow the direction of the Holy Spirit and uh, be led by whatever His desire is, uh, we just look forward to where He's taking us. 
what he's going to do. Um, one of the biggest things that I do love, um, we have several uh, teenagers uh, who are on fire for God. And, you know, they have, they said they're all in. They want to continue doing meetings. They want to continue doing uh, doing group and yes. continue growing. And that's just, that's great to see. And, and uh, you know, I see God really doing a lot in this generation. Yeah, I, you know, I always tell them, I always remain teachable. We talk about it all the time. I always remain teachable. Follow the Spirit. Yeah. Don't follow me. Right. Don't follow you. You follow the Spirit. Wherever He leads you, that's where you need to be. Mm-hmm. So we've had some reach out. Hey, I want to continue. We'll continue. I mean, I know what God's called me to do. Yeah. And that's that's youth ministry. Yeah. And I, I'm thankful. I'm excited. I'm, man, let's do it. We'll just keep rolling. Right. <laughs> well, and that's, that's the thing that, you know, uh, this past Sunday when I uh, spoke to the congregation and, and let them know that the Lord was leading us to, to leave, you know, I, I immediately told them because a lot of times when a pastor leaves, I don't know if it's intentional. I know in some cases it is intentional. Right. Uh, but, but a lot of times when a member of leadership leaves, they're like, uh, you know, secretly they're like, hey, I want you to follow me, you know, come with me. And that was the first thing that I told our congregation. I said, listen, uh, some of you have been raised up to your calling, you know, uh, while we've been here. And if God has called you to continue in this path here, then you follow the spirit. Don't you dare ever follow me. Follow the spirit. And, uh, you know, so that's what we want people to do. Um, and, you know, like you said, some of the youth reached out and, hey, we're all about continuing. If they feel led to be wherever uh, we're going, then we're all about uh, continuing. And And it's not a... In that case, uh, there are a lot of times where a a pastor will leave or something, and people will follow man. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, we've both seen it time, right. time again. You know, so somebody will leave, and they will, you know, people will follow man. Oh, because I like this person. I like, you know, he's my buddy or this or that. Um, that's not what you want in any case, because. That's just, and, and in most cases that where we've seen that, we've seen how those people who went off following man instead yeah. of asking the Spirit what they needed to do to begin with, uh, their relationship with the Lord eventually went downhill. And, you know, they went through some struggles and, you know, some wilderness seasons. But, you know, we don't follow man. We follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. That's one of the things that when we first went to Christian Outreach, that's one of the things that we constantly preached, uh, constantly talked about and tried to drill into people's spirits is you need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Uh, there might come a time in America where we have all of our Bibles and our phones and all of that stuff ripped out of our hands 
And you need to have that personal union, that personal relationship with the Father and and with the Son and with the Holy Spirit so that you can listen for yourself and you can hear His voice. Not only just depending on what your pastor or youth pastor says, not only depending on what you read in the Bible or what you you know see on your phone, but being able to hear. Yes. You know, the Bible clearly, Jesus says several times, he who has an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying, listen to what the Spirit's saying to the churches. And so that's one thing that, you know, we are very strong on is trying to teach people to have that personal relationship to where they can hear the Spirit and get direction for themselves. Yes, as Christians, we always... We need to be in a mindset as if we need to continue to grow. Yeah. The spirit needs to grow us. Man, we I th- I talked about it uh, last Wednesday night when I was preaching. We always man, we didn't scratch the surface of what Jesus can do. Yeah. In our lives, through our lives. We've only seen and we've seen a lot of great stuff. But yeah. man, we've only we're just at the tip of the iceberg, man. So we should always as a Christian, we should always Remain teachable, mm-hmm. but always follow the Spirit. Yeah. And always continue to let the Spirit grow in you and show you who you are in right. Christ. And sometimes it's for a short season somewhere. Sometimes, you know, uh, it may be years or whatever, but it was, man, we just have to continue to obey the Spirit and follow after Him. Mm-hmm. He tells us to pick up His cross and follow Him. Not you and me, right? Follow him, right? So that's one something we always preach. I, I tell you, thought to know who you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's not about a building, right? It's not about where you're going. It's who you are. Yeah, you, that spirit's with you everywhere. That's right. Whether we're in a basement, we're outside, we're inside, whatever building it is, in school, whatever, you carry that spirit with you because mm-hmm. that's who you are. That's that's definitely the truth. One thing that's been on my heart that I woke up with this morning, I was thinking about wine skins and, and you know, I heard a I heard a a preacher say several years ago, he said there's there's not a shortage of revival in the earth, uh, but there is a shortage of people who will accept what God is sending. And, you know, he started talking to me this morning about about wine skins and how, you know, and we've we've known it and preached it and talked about it, you know, for for a while. But God is doing away with the religious systems of today. Yeah, uh, he. You see, so many people, and I'm not saying that uh, there are not some denominations who have uh, done great works in the earth and helped with missions and and stuff like that. I'm not saying that, but denominations at the core, the word means division. Yes. We were never meant to be divided. I mean, Jesus himself said a house divided will not stand. So uh, denominations is something that the Lord may have used because of the hardness of man's heart. You know, just like in the old covenant, there was things that he used that that he was against, uh, but he allowed it uh, for a season 
and, and worked through it, even though it was not his his exact uh, plan. Um, but there's so many uh, things that people are hanging on to today, their, their traditions, their denominations, uh, rituals, and, and ultimately it's all about control. People want control. Uh, and, and these things are these things the Lord is, is doing away with. You see a lot of churches today who they were once a member of a certain denomination and, you know, they they take it off the sign. They just go to so-and-so worship center or so-and-so right. ministries or, you know, whatever. Uh, and and some of them even completely pull out of, of the denomination. And it's not that... Like I said, some of these denominations have have not done good works, uh, but we were never meant to be divided. And I think that that is one of the primary things that the Lord is doing right now uh, in bringing us back to our original design, bringing us back to uh, what the New Testament church is supposed to be. Um, and sadly, I want to I want to read this in Matthew chapter nine. Uh, verses 16 and 17, Jesus said, No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment, and the tear is made worse. Nor do they put new wine into old wineskins, or else the wineskins will break. The wine is spilled, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved." Some people are so focused on keeping their old wineskin. Oh yeah, that they they will not open up and and be led by the Spirit and allow Him to do what He's wanting to do. And so these people are actually fighting against God. One of the things that you said just a minute ago that goes right along with this is remaining teachable. Okay, the the wineskins. The reason that new wine would bust an old wine skin is because an old wine skin would get really hard. Yeah. You know, now what they would do is they would take that wine skin and make it flexible again, you know, and put new wine in it. Right. But if you keep it as the old hardened, this is the way it is, this is the way I'm always going to be, I'm not going to allow you to pour anything new into me. Because if if it's not teachable, or if it's not in the wine skin, if it's not flexible, then that new wine won't allow, or the old wine skin won't allow that new wine to do what it does, and it it expands. So it needs to. So that's what God, I believe, is doing right now. Is He is really uh, He is really trying to get people to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Instead of their old wineskin, right. their their denominations, their their doctrines, their traditions, their you know uh, families uh, wanting control of churches, uh, deacon boards wanting control of churches, and all this other stuff that is not biblical. You know, he is. I, I think he's doing away with a lot of it, and he's saying, "Listen, we're going back to my original design." Yes. You know, the cross demands change. So we go to the cross, we give our lives to the Lord. 
and you become a new creation, mm-hmm. you become a new wineskin. Yeah. So you can't keep that old wineskin. Right. And daily, for me, man, I'm pouring out old wineskin and putting in new wineskin. Mm-hmm. He's teaching me. We remain teachable, right? So every day he's teaching me something. Always. Always. And you just can't keep putting. You can try to put, you know, new wine in the old wineskin and keep it that way. But, man, you just, as soon as it's going to burst, and you, mm-hmm. all the wine's ever, you got nothing. You're just empty. Yeah. So the cross demands change. You cannot get up. Once you surrender and fully surrender, it's not just about saying a prayer, but you give your heart to the Lord and go after that. Mm-hmm. Go after who he is and who he says you are. Man, that's that's pouring out that old wineskin. Jesus put in new wineskin. But daily, he's teaching us, man. Yeah. Uh, he taught me a lot this past week. So Right. Oh, definitely. Just learning and because I'm, I'm open. Lord, here I am. Right. Don't nothing go with us. I'll go. Yeah. You know, we'll follow him no matter if anybody's we with have us or to, not. You know, you and I have been called in the ministry together. Some might think I'm following you or you're following me, but we're in ministry. He brought us together for a reason. Yeah. I'm going where the spirit goes. Right. Right. That's, that's who that's who I'm being led by. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, that's what I pray for all believers. Um, and I, I just. You know, it's a whole new world when you get out of religious systems mm-hmm. and you allow yourself to be teachable by the Word of God and by the leadership of the Holy Spirit, not just by what you've always been taught. Yeah. You know, uh, because, you know, I've talked about it before. I grew up in a certain denomination that you know, didn't believe in the moving of the Holy Spirit, didn't believe in in the gifts of the Spirit, didn't believe in uh, a lot of that, you know, and a lot of the stuff about the Holy Spirit, the only time I ever heard the Holy Spirit mentioned is when you got baptized. It was, I baptized you in the name of the Father, Son, right. and Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And and so I didn't, I didn't understand a lot of things uh, whenever, you know, the Lord started drawing me uh, after I gave my life to Jesus, he started drawing me. And one of the things that I just kept feeling is there's more. Keep coming. Oh, yeah. Keep coming closer. There's more. There's more. You know, and so many people, a lot of times, uh, oh, well, you say the prayer. Yep, you're saved. Good. Now go get dunked in water. Hey, you know, pay your tithe and be a good church member for the rest of your life. And that's all. No, that's. When you get when you surrender to Jesus, that's not the finish line. No, that's the starting point. You know, and there's so much more that God has for us, uh, gifts uh, and talents, and 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 just walking by the Spirit that He wants to do with us, and and make us um, an example of Jesus in this earth. And and so many think it's just about, oh, we say the prayer, we get baptized, and we'll be a good church member for the rest of our life. You're missing out. I mean, you are totally missing the point because, as we said earlier, we've only just begun. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's exciting now, we've only, I, I mean, just think about that, man. Yeah. It just, 
man, we've only scratched the surface of this thing. I have been saved for 20 years, brother. Yeah. And it's like every day. I mean, we've only, I can't stress enough, God has so much more. Mm-hmm. If we just allow ourselves to let him lead us. Right. Get yourself out of the way and let him lead you. Yeah. Pour out that old wine skin, let him keep pouring in new wine skin. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And, and so many, um, they focus on what they've always been taught. If they grew up uh, Baptist, they see the Bible and everything through a Baptist doctrinal lens. If they grew up Church of God, they see everything through a Church of God denominational lens. Right. If they grew up Presbyterian, Church of Christ, or Catholic, whatever it is, they see everything through that lens. And, you know, that's how I was uh, until one morning I, I just got so frustrated when I kept running across verses and things, that, and I kept feeling the Lord saying, hey, this is still available. You know, right. there's more. Keep coming. Keep coming. Oh, yeah. Keep digging. And, and you know, I, the, I remember that one morning I just... I actually was pretty frustrated, and I sat up on the couch and threw my Bible down on the coffee table, and I remember saying, all right, Lord, I feel like you're telling me there's more. And so from this point forward, I want you to erase everything that I've been taught that's not of you. And from this point forward, I want you to teach me what you want me to know. You teach me what is true and what is not true. That's I don't want to see things through a denominational lens. I don't want to see things through through uh just my pastor's lens or my parents or my, my family's lens. I want what you have for me. So I'm all in. Let's go. That's it, man. You know? That's it. Yeah, I just can't we just begun, brother. We yeah. Did, I mean so we all go through these Difficult seasons or whatever you want to trials or whatever you want to call it, we always we all go through the human emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Hurt, anger, whatever it is. But man, when you get come on the other side of that and just know, especially now knowing, I, I say it all the time. Just now knowing, the last few months, my true righteous identity, yes, and who I am, yes. And now them them trials or them feelings. They may last for a, a few hours, right. and then it's like, man, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Whatever you got, Lord, let's go again. We just, man, it's just awesome to know it's the peace of God that you have. Mm-hmm. We talk about it all the time, man, the peace that only he can give. Yeah. No matter what trial, what situation, whatever it is you're going through. So it's it's all right to go through them emotions, but, man, don't stay there. Right. Don't stay there too long. Don't linger around too long in that stuff. Because the Lord is calling you, hey, we keep pressing on. We yeah. keep moving. Yeah. Don't stand still. Keep moving forward, right? We all we all experience frustrations, like you Definitely. said. Go through, go through emotions. We all experience frustrations. We experience, uh, you know, sadness and heartbreak yeah. and, and disappointment and, and all of these things. Uh, but, you know, and I, I had mentioned this past Sunday at, at church that, you know, last week I was, I was in one of those places of yeah. just feeling, feeling. I knew, and and it usually happens every time the Lord gives new direction. Right. You know, because it's like, really, Lord, are are you sure? You oh know? yeah, yeah. And and you get in that stage of well, you're, you, you're arguing with the Lord or. 
Lord, are you yeah. sure this is really you? Are you sure? You know, uh, and you get, you can get in this place where, you know, there's there's confusion, there's there's frustration because you want to make sure that you're really hearing from the Lord. You're really making the the decisions that He's called you to to make. Uh, I want to say this. I've heard people say, if if it's God, if God's telling you to do it, there's going to be no questions in your mind. There's going to be no confusion. There's going to be no no frustration, no disappointment. There's not going to be any of these emotions. If God's telling you to do something, you're going to boom. Okay, uh, not true. <laughs> I know I know that the enemy is the author of confusion. I'm not saying that God is calling confusion, but we can get in a place where we are enjoying what we're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. we we feel like we are operating in our calling and then the Lord say, "Okay, now it's time to go this way." And you're like, "Oh, but Lord, I was really comfortable sitting right there." <laughs> you know, so a lot of times uh a lot of times your flesh can get in the way and cause that confusion and everything because you know you get comfortable in a in a place once once you've stepped out on faith and and moved into what God's called you to do you can get comfortable there and be like oh I'm I'm enjoying this I'm I'm comfortable here but God didn't necessarily call us to be comfortable he called us to be uh sensitive to the leadership of the spirit yes yeah my question to the Lord is always all right you call me into this Lord now you're telling me to go this way. Yeah. yeah. But he's saying, your calling is still the same. You're just going to go this way now. Right. I'm like, that hit me last night. I'm like, all right, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're still in the call. I know what you called me to do. We're just going to. Exactly. You're done here. Let's move over to here. Yeah. All right. And that, hey, I had a good night's sleep, brother. Let's put it that Amen. way. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's awesome. One thing, uh, Matthew 10 you had mentioned something about Matthew 10 before we started recording and, and I, I flipped over there and I just seen, just seen this. And this is one thing that, uh, has just always stuck out to me. Uh, Matthew 10 beginning at verse seven, it says, as you go <laughs> preach yep. saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons freely. You have received freely give. I mean, it it he's not he said as you go, as he didn't you say you was always going to be in the same place. Yeah, as you go, preach the gospel, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. You know, praise the Lord. That's good because you know you asked what was on my heart today, and you mentioned old wineskin. It's funny because it's in Matthew nine, and I was in Matthew ten. Yeah, and it all goes together. Right. I mean, it's just it's just amazing how the Lord works and. That's when you know you're following the Spirit. And when you're being Spirit-led, it's just, man, I'm just excited to see, man, just what the Lord's going to do next. Yeah. You know, so excited. It is. It is exciting. Uh, I did have a few verses here. Uh, so, Matthew 10, he's he's telling, he's sending out the disciples, he's giving them instructions, what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. And you just read some of those instructions. Uh, 
I just want to go down to verse 14. Mm-hmm. And it says, Whoever will not receive you hear, nor hear your words when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so he's telling us to shake it off. Yeah. All right, Lord, you put me there for this season or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. I went to tell the people. I went to tell the people. It's not up to – we've we've talked about it. It's not yeah. up to us to make them receive. We did what we're supposed to do. Exactly. Wherever we go, whatever we do. That's it. Whether they receive it or not, that's that's up to them. Yeah. But when we leave, we're just wipe our feet, shake it out. That's right. That's just the ice awesome is – that's pretty much what the Lord told me. Like, just shake it off. You're, the calling hasn't changed. Yeah. The direction's changed, but not the calling. Exactly. Just going over here, you're still in your calling. Because I'm like, Lord, do you call me to this? And like, I just said it earlier. That's, that's always my first question. Lord, do you call me to this? Now it's like, all right. It was whatever, how many, t- how long it was. And all right, you're going over here now. I'm like, mm-hmm. so I don't like. Me, my flesh doesn't. I gotta know. Don't like change. I, don't I like, gotta know. <laughs> yeah. You know, you gotta know. I gotta know when I go into work. I gotta know what I'm doing. I don't like being surprised. Yeah. Or, and know. you know that right there. Uh, but I'm what, willing. I'm open. Exactly. I'm teachable. That right there uh, is what hinders most people yes. from truly being spirit led. They don't like change. They like to know where they're going. They like to. They like to make everything. Uh, they like to reason everything and make sure everything's logical. Um, make sure everything makes common sense. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've talked about that. God's common sense is, uh, "Hey Noah, it's never rained, uh, but build a boat because I'm gonna flood the earth." God's common sense is, "Mary, I know you're a virgin. You've never had sex with a man, uh, but." The Holy Ghost is going to overshadow you, and you're about to get pregnant uh, with the Savior of the world. You know, I mean, God's common sense and God's logic uh, does not look anything like ours. Right. Matthew 10 is so full of great stuff. I encourage everybody. We won't read the whole thing for the sake of time, but I encourage everybody to go read that chapter and really see it. Not through any denominational lens or anything like that, but see it through his eyes. Mm-hmm. Be led by the Spirit. And be open. Be teachable. Yeah. Be, be ready to pour that, that old wineskin out and put it in the new wineskin. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Here in verse 16, he says, Behold, I send you out. I had that marked too, yes. <laughs> As sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Wow. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just amazing, man. We, you know, we, we talk about it and just can't, until you know, until you taste and see the goodness. Mm-hmm. You, you, you try to explain it to people, but man, what what we have and who we are in Christ, yes, your righteous identity, and I mean it's just where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, right? And you're just man, all right, here, here we go, Lord, mm-hmm. let's go. <laughs> We're back. We just moved us. You just moved us over here. We just keep rolling. Yeah, we keep chasing after you. 
you know, David was chasing God after man's own, and he was a man after God's own heart, right? right? That's all I want to do. I just want to keep chasing the Father. Amen. And keep, we got him, but I, I say chasing, but we just want to keep following the Spirit, you know, just keep after, just keep after it. And don't, just don't settle, don't get complacent. Right. Remain teachable. You think you know it all, but you really don't. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think, all right, I'm just here. I'm in my flesh. I'm like, oh man, what you showed me today, Lord? Now I'll show you. Yeah. If you open, son, here it is. Right. And every day it's something new. That that and that's the biggest problem with um, a lot of churches. You know, a lot of a, people. There was a time I didn't. I was just happy being saved, man. Right. I, I'm just gonna sit here. I'm gonna go to church like he's talking about. Be a good church goer and be a good tither or be a good, you know, uh, church member. Mm-hmm. And all along the Lord's like, no, there's more. And I knew it. I mean, yeah. I felt it. I just kept denying that. It's like, uh, not me, Lord. Lord, I can't speak. I can't preach. He said, I know you can't. That's why I'm going to do it for you. Yeah. I'm just going to use it. If you allow me to speak through you and be open, be, be teachable, let mm-hmm. me show you what I wanted to show you. That's it. And follow me. God that's God the, doesn't yeah. call the equipped. He equips the call. Yes. And that's, you know, a lot of times he will use people who others never never think that, oh, that guy can't be used. Oh, yeah. God, look at him. Look, you know, look where he's been. Look at the, the sin, sinful lifestyle that he's been in. Look right. at the, you know, he just came, he, he's... He he was a homosexual, or he was a drunk, or he was he was a rapist, or he was a murderer. Oh, and God can't use that person. No, God can, and God will, just so that He can get the glory. That's it, man. And I'm glad you said that because this this is about this podcast. Everything we do is about the Lord. It's not about us. It's not about a ministry. Amen. It's about Jesus. Yeah, that's who we are. Right. That's it. Anything else, or man? I have tons, but we don't have enough time. Yeah, I mean, I just feel it. I just really encourage everybody to just, uh, man, just remain teachable and let the Lord show you. He's got so much more for you if you just open your hearts, truly open your hearts and your eyes, yeah, and your ears to hear what the Lord is saying and what He's called you to do. It can be discouraging at times, but if He's called you to do it. He'll see you through it. Yeah. Right? So keep moving forward. Like, like I've always said, Holy Spirit yeah. don't have, he don't have a reverse gear. Yeah. He's always moving forward. And if we're not moving forward, if we're if we're going backwards or if we're even just standing still, yeah, then we're backslidden because yeah. we're refusing to go where the Holy Spirit is trying to take us. That was a hard thing for me. I was... I would stand still a lot because I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm enjoying this season right here. Right. Lord said, no, it's time. It was time to move on to the next thing. I got so much more if you just follow me. And that was hard. And yeah. what what happens when you refuse, when you, when you decide, no, I'm just going to stand still because I'm enjoying yeah. it here. I'm comfortable here. Yeah. What happens? Oh. Oh. All yes. kinds of burden. It does. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay. I mean, we both went through this. We've both been open about our our season, uh, you know, of severe anxiety and depression. It's it's almost like he says, "Okay, well, you don't want to do things my way. 
and you want to carry all your burdens, then here you go. There you go. I'll let you have them. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, man. That's not a pleasant place to be. No, I'm like, yeah, I should listen to you first time, Lord. Yeah. He loves us enough to get our attention. Yeah. You know, so many people, oh, a loving God wouldn't do this, or a loving God wouldn't do that. No. Everything about God is love. You know, everything. His grace, His mercy, His conviction, even His judgments, even His wrath. Mm-hmm. All of it. You know, when we start seeing his judgments and everything, and I heard this from a man, and it just really grabbed a hold of me. When we start seeing even things like his judgments as that is something that is aiming at anything that is hindering his perfect love. Yeah. Perfecting us. Yes. You know, so even his judgments... Uh, even even when we go through seasons where you know we're we're going through seasons of discipline, uh, those are all about love, because he is he is trying to root out anything that is hindering us from fully accepting and trusting his perfect love. Yes, you know. Can can I just go ahead and read a few more verses? Yeah, here? come on. Matthew 34 says, Do not think I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Mm. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her Mm mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. (laughs) He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me. Oh, this is good, y'all. Yeah. Me is not worthy of me, and he who does not take his cross and follow after me, he said, follow after me, not the church, not your mama and daddy, not your whoever. Amen. Follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Yeah. You were just talking about what, and right there, it just told us his. I don't want to say wrath, but he he came. We we are to be set. Whatever's in the way, mm-hmm. whatever's hindering you, if you put some, if you, whatever you put before the Lord, that's it. I mean, we your, just read your religion, your religion, your family members, your relationships, your friends, anything, mm-hmm. anything that you put. That's. That's a that's a hard one to accept for a lot of yes. people uh, because, you know, that's kind of like I always quote that one and and where he says, uh, if you're not with me, you're against me. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually quote them together because everybody who, oh, you know, Jesus never he never talked about anything uh, except for, you know, unicorns and rainbows. No. Yeah. He was plain and simple. I mean, he he said, uh, "I came to bring." You think that I came to bring peace, but I came to bring a sword. Mm-hmm. He's saying there's going to be some divisions here. Yeah, you know, you're you're going. If you follow me. Yeah, if you follow people me, are going to hate you. People, people are going to turn you. on. You. We see it. We see it in our own family sometimes. Yeah. I, 
uh, you're you're following me. Yeah. Are People are going to say, oh, pfft, look at him. You know, I was good when he was just going to church, but but now, man, he's uh, that guy's radical. Yeah. Man, that guy's always talking about Jesus. Oh, you can't talk him. to him and uh, without hearing Jesus. They, it's well, going to cause some division yeah. between you and those who are not following the Spirit. Yeah, well, I see it in family, see it on the job, wherever, school, whatever it is. Yeah. We just read it. And that's hard for people to accept. Right. But you have to follow him. He says, pick him across that and follow me. Mm-hmm. Follow me. It's plain and simple. That's it. It's not complicated. We make it complicated. Because if you follow after Jesus, everything else falls into place. Your That's family, exactly. yes. it'll eventually, your family will be right there. And your relationships, the people who God has in your life, they'll be there. Mm-hmm. You know, That's who, some of them will continue to do whatever they want to do, go their own way or whatever it is. And there will be division. But there will also be those there, hey, no, if nobody else goes, I'll go. And then you'll have some people, hey, well, I'm going too, brother. That's it. The Spirit's there. I'm going. That's exactly right. Amen. All right, man. That's This has been a good one. I mean, we could, we could stay in this. <laughs> I'll tell you, we can be like 20 parts of this. We can just break it down. Yeah. Well, I believe it's, you know, remaining teachable is the yeah. is the primary thing here. And, I mean, that goes for all walks of life. Yes. Yeah. Anything. You know, I, that's one of the main things that I tell, uh, you know, when I'm training somebody to wrestle or if I'm just talking to a young wrestler or even an older wrestler in the locker room, it's one of the biggest things that that's the first thing I say, hey, you got to remain teachable, you know, because if you ever get to a place where you feel like you know it all, uh, you might as well give it up. Yeah. That's the same thing with, with, with your relationship with Jesus. It's the same thing with your job. It's the same thing with every day we're learning, Yeah. you know, and, and so if you ever get to a place where you feel like you know everything, then uh, you better watch out because you're probably about to get hurt. Yeah. You know, definitely. But, you know, remain teachable. That's you can't say that enough. Uh, and and when you if you are determined as a as a follower of Jesus, if you are determined to remain teachable, then you will remain spirit led. Yes. So. All right, guys. We thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, be sure to share the Wrestling for the Faith podcast with everyone. Let uh, your friends and, and family know about it. Uh, also, like we said at the beginning, be sure to follow or join the Kingdom Family Gathering group on Facebook. And uh, if you have any questions, thoughts, comments, praise reports, or prayer requests, feel free to email us at Wrestling for the Faith at gmail.com. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Wrestling for the Faith. Don't forget to follow Casey Cage on Twitter at Real Casey Cage. Follow Chad Lale on Twitter at CWLale underscore Gunner. And follow the show at Facebook.com slash Wrestling for the Faith.